Hey, everybody. Welcome into the Divot Room. We're back. How's it going, dude? God, it's been a long time. Polly vu Francais. <laughs> yeah, we... I, I almost forgot how to open my laptop and plug in the microphone. I know. I had to, like, update Zoom and all that bullshit. I'm like, hi, oh, it's Jesus. been too long. <laughs> we've actually Way had people... too long. We've had people ask when we're going to record again. I mean, this is... it's It was a good... Uh, it was a good time off because we had the tour championship. We took a little bit of a break. There was like only one tournament, maybe, maybe the Fortnet. I can't remember. Uh, yeah. We got the Ryder Cup coming up, so we had to get back into it before uh, before the Ryder Cup. So, have yeah, you been doing though? Good. I, you know, I was over in France for a month, mm-hmm. and you know, one of the things I like to do after seeing old shit and castles and shit <laughs> and after eating dinner at seven o'clock at night is like i like to get on my bed and watch sports <laughs> Couldn't french, french tv is the worst man it's <laughs> 10 speed racing and there was the rugby world cup so that was kind of fun watching france beat uh, new zealand's all blacks and then they took out uruguay so that was like got me you know but again, it's coming on at 9.30 and Grandpa wants to go to bed because he's been <laughs> drinking wine and eating fromage and walking around, climbing Eiffel Towers. Amazing trip. You guys looked like you were having a lot of fun. Kathy Joy looked happy. You looked, I mean, all the pictures and videos, uh, amazing. All the museums, all the views, everything. And and uh, you being you, of course, which is entertaining for for at least me i can't speak for everyone else i know they were but uh well, some, yeah, some of those videos especially the one where you got food on the guy next to you <laughs> oh my gosh that poor lady i splattered food from the sidewalk <laughs> through a window onto some <laughs> grapes back i i felt bad i just you know what how do you say in french i'm so sorry but i got my food all over you <laughs> oh god such a pig I, you know, what am I going to do? I, you know, I've decided that she got home and like a bird shit on me or something. God, the, there was a lot of uh, fun, but you know, traveling is hard. Mm-hmm. There's, there was a time I put the wrong fuel in the car. Oh shit. Yeah. And oh, being no. stranded on the side of the road with mint mobile that only works when you're on Wi-Fi. Thank God. Some French gentlemen uh, brought from the heavens from god f- and saved us using his phone driving us places oh my god but yeah there was there was uh we were lost a lot because we could never use gps yeah oh my gosh um, you should have upgraded for the trip yeah yeah tell me about it i thought i did they're like oh yeah you can just download some stuff in your wallet and it works now it done it done works worth a shit so that's one of the things we're going to change next time that's all part of the adventure but the paris is amazing people nice as hell uh going to normandy and taking a tour of omaha beach and what easy company went through unbelievable Mm -hmm. impactful played golf at omaha beach golf and I don't know golf club. I saw um, you. It looked like you had a great uh, rental set. Oh my god! They're like, I got up there and nobody <laughs> speaks very much English, which was you know kind of surprising, but not. 
because once you get out of Paris, it's a little more difficult. But he was like, full set, half set. And I'm like, how much is a full set? And he says, well, it's 50. And I'm like, give me the half. And thank God, I would have been pissed to have paid 50 bucks for those pieces of shit. <laughs> so between not having a range finder and pieces of shit and three balls that I lost pretty quickly. Oh, my God. <laughs> it was great, though. The <laughs> the views were epic. The It was fun playing in, you know, different country. Um, 27 days too long though. Yeah. I missed all my friends. I missed my chair. I missed my sports. I missed my parents. So we're going to, next trip's going to be a little shorter. I think by nine days. By nine days. Yeah. Yeah. 27 I, traveling is just brutal. Yeah. I think a couple weeks is good for me. I, although, <clears throat> I mean, you guys did do a lot of traveling around France. I think 27 days would be a long time to, to, to be gone, but it almost seems like maybe would would it have made a difference if you went to different countries? Um, well, you know, going to different regions of France, like getting down to the Dordogne, which is an hour and a half away from Bordeaux. Uh -huh. That was amazing. I mean, we went to a cave that had 30,000 year old drawings. Wow. The oldest thing in the United States is like 200 years old <laughs> and they've got shit. That's 30,000. That was mind blowing. Uh, and we were there at just this wonderful four-room kind of bed and breakfast. They had a pool. That was nice to recharge there. Plus, me and Kathy Joy were both sick. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. RSV, maybe COVID, maybe just a cough. I don't know. We didn't have any test kits, and so we just tried to live our best lives because uh -huh. everybody was coughing on us. Let me cough on you. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, what about the honor bar? I saw that uh, within your pictures. At the some greatest. <laughs> the greatest. Because in France, Paris, wherever, if you buy a cocktail, nobody, A, can make a martini because they don't know what a shaker is or dry vermouth or olives in the twist. Secondly, it's a little tiny baby. It's like a two to four ounce, mostly two ounces. So you'd mm. have to ask for a quadruple to have a decent drink. So the honor bar, our first place in Paris said, hey, from five to 10, it's open. Just fill out a piece of paper. And I didn't see a jigger. I didn't see a shot glass. So I just tried to be as honest yeah, as I could. Uh, 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 <laughs> always shaking it to, to my ear to see if there's anything in it. Yeah. Uh, so great. I think we're talking about going to Italy next. Oh, wow. Wow. Very cool. Yeah, we'll see, but I ain't doing nothing for seven months because I need to recover. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's awesome. I'm glad that you guys had a great time, and thank you so much for the pictures to keep us all updated on how you were doing. And then you come back, you come back, you go straight back into golfing, you went up to Pullman to catch the Oregon State game. Mm. Uh, and they came up just short, but um, they, uh, they caught you on TV. Unbelievable. <laughs> I'm, it, you know, we're getting annihilated, but you know, all of a sudden it's 21 35. It's the end of the third quarter. I'm they're playing music. I'm dancing. <laughs> and next thing I know, Dawson, who's standing next to me, his phone starts blowing up and people are sending him videos of me. And then people are sending me, I think I got like 17 texts like, <laughs> dude, I just saw you on TV. <laughs> so <sighs> oh, that's so funny. Oh, man. That was the trip was epic we meet frank drove us in his big red pickup 
And Chris Dawson and Ethan Dawson, his kid, we all went up there and stayed the night in a VRBO. And God, it was so much fun. And I think I was a decent roommate, so I get to go again with them this Friday night when the Beavers take on the Utes. Nice. That'll be fun, too. You're going to go stink up uh, Frank's fifth wheel. I begged him if I could poop in it. <laughs> What'd he say? No. no. I'm like, Come on, man. You don't get a poop in my trailer. I'll, I'll tell you, there's nothing worse than pooping in a pit toilet or a honey bucket. It's humiliating. It's, it's hard. Uh, Where does he camp there? Does he just park in the parking lot and then just tailgate? I think we're we're somewhere where there's hookups and supposedly a locking door bathroom that flushes, I hope. Oh, yeah. If it's, yeah, it's probably some sort of KOA or something like that. But I think there's going to be a bunch of trailers and I'm going to go like Adams has a trailer. I'm like, hey, dude, I'm thinking about buying a trailer. Can I see yours? And I'm like, hey, what's your bathroom look like? And then 15 minutes later, I'm going to come out. I don't think I'm going to get this kind. Uh, that's awesome. <laughs> so there's, if there's five trailers, I should be good to go. Okay, there you go. That's awesome. What about you? What do you got going? I think you said you're going to uh, get a rim job or give a rim job. <laughs> yeah, so I'm, uh, I'm leaving tomorrow morning to go uh Go down to flying into Vegas, driving out to the Grand Canyon. Uh, there's about a group of about 12 of us that are going to hike across the Grand Canyon from the north rim to the south rim. This is uh, this will be the eighth time I've done it, I believe. Wow. And uh, so, yeah, it's a great time. Weather should be decent. And, uh, yeah, it's a quick trip, though. Fly down Tuesday, come back Thursday night. So that's it. So. Who's driving the van? Gary Burton and Danny Peets from the shop. Oh, sweet. Yeah. Danny. Are you worried about anybody um, that's not ready? You don't have to name any names. Me. <laughs> oh, God, no. You're ready. No, the problem is for me is I'm just not, I, I'm not into running as far as I used to. So trying to stay into shape for this kind of trip is, I mean, I, I've always told people the the hard part is the mental part of it if when you don't know what to expect but since i've done it so many times i kind of know what to expect so it's not as hard um so i'm not ter terribly worried about it uh we'll see um you know i usually generally stay in the back and make sure everybody gets out and hang out with the people that are struggling but we've got a pretty decent group uh i'm not really sure if anybody will struggle so nice. the, the goal is always to get out before the sun goes down That's not the goal. That is the that is you have to be out of here by dark. Yeah, I do also tell people to bring headlamps bring just headlamps. in case. <laughs> I've only had one person that didn't make it out before uh, before it got dark. So they're uninvited. <laughs> no, they actually no, hiked it again. They actually I'm hiked it a second teasing. time. But uh, yeah, and I I haven't had a drink since the last time we podcasted. Which is crazy because I've drank every day since we podcasted. I mean, when you go to France, it's, yeah, you know. I, in, I would have too if I was on vacation. God dang it. It's it's crazy. We did the Eiffel Tower. Uh -huh. And I've that is a tall son of a bitch. And I'm not crazy about heights. Oh. Not one. I almost fucking panicked. Really? Because it's just very exposed. And I'm like, I feel like, is it is this shaking? Is it rocking? Oh, God. I don't think you'd like the arch in St. Louis then. Oh, fuck no. <laughs> nope. 
I'm, you know what? I don't know how actually, I got through thirty years of being a firefighter and just not liking roofs and ladders, other than <laughs> telling people I don't like them. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. And then uh, tonight I'm going to head down to Salem uh, with a bunch of other professional firefighters from the state of Oregon. We're going to go down there and and give that city of Salem just uh, a mouthful. Um, we're going to show up in numbers and be out in front of their city hall. Uh, they are choosing to really just fuck over a widow of a uh, firefighter, a man by the name of Maurice Stadelli. Mo, as people call him, he died of occupational cancer in 2019. And his wife, of course, these go through appeals courts. And his wife won in 2021. She was successful through the appellate court. Um, and they determined he died due to his service as a firefighter. And that cancer was the cause. Correct. Correct. Occupational cancer, as they call it, it's presumed there's certain types of cancer that are presumptive in the state of Oregon that you uh, got that cancer from your uh, job. Um, And of course, like everything, they generally go through appeals. But she was successful and they thought that's, that's what it was. Well, they went to Colorado Springs this year um, to put his name on the wall at the IAFF Fallen Firefighters Memorial. And while they were there, they found out that the city of Salem is deciding to fuck this lady over and take her case to the Oregon Supreme Court and try to undo it. Um, this has major ramifications for the entire state of Oregon if if this case wins. So we're all going down there basically just to tell the city of Salem there's bu- they're a bunch of assholes and... Um, that they shouldn't be doing this. So they say that they're doing this because they're looking out for the taxpayers. Because if this guy wins his case, cause he died of cancer, do you know how many people are going to try and get cancer and die and fuck the city of Salem over? Yeah. What the fuck is wrong with you? Yeah. This poor woman that has to go through this. I feel so bad about it. I feel bad for those firefighters of for the city of Salem that they have to put up with these fuckheads at the city. It, it's cruel. Yeah. It is absolutely cruel to try and take away her benefits. It breaks my heart and these people should will go to hell for what they're doing. Yeah. So this is what unions kind of one one huge part of what unions are all about. And you don't you don't just fuck with one firefighter. You fuck with a bunch of them. And yep. we're going to show up in numbers and basically tell the city of Salem that this this is completely out of line and, and wrong. So got that tonight. And then uh, got to get back at a decent hour so I can at least hang out with the family for a little bit before heading out to the airport tomorrow morning. Thanks for doing that. I, I, I saw the, an email you know, I'm sorry to say I'm 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 going to hang out with Dick and Alice to give him a recap of uh, yeah. Europe. So I'm sorry I'm not going to be able to go to that. Thank you for going. Yep. Um, I want to touch back on that. You hadn't had any booze in a, you know 35 40 days. Yeah. Have you lost any weight? I don't know. I I haven't even weighed myself. Uh, don't really feel like I have, but maybe feel better though oh dude so what happened was is after you and i played in the club championship we recorded that sunday had some beers and then the next day i was like i'm just not gonna drink today just i don't know why i just like i just gotta dry out a little bit 
And I think I went to work the next day and I started, I was like, I felt great. And then uh, I think I went into a Kelly day and just was like, well, let's go a few more days and get some good sleep. And I think I was sleeping like 11, 12 hours a night and just feeling amazing. Uh, And then um, my mom has been a little ill. And so I actually, when she got, we got, we got her back home got her settled in and everything's great. But I also just, just in case she needed something, I didn't want to just be like, ah, sorry, mom can't, uh, I've had yeah. like eight beers. <laughs> so, <laughs> nice. um, You're and, good then, son. and then, uh, uh, just kind of rolled into the grand Canyon trip. I usually try to maybe not drink for a week or two before the hike and just kind of rolled into that. So next thing you know, it's been five weeks and I haven't, I haven't even craved it to be honest with you. It's just, uh, it's been, well, A, it's been nice that A, I didn't, you know, have the shakes and have any seizures. Um, so I know, I'm wrong, you know, right. So, uh, I, I was able to get, you know, it, it just kind of happened. So, uh, no, I am not quitting drinking, but, uh, it's just been, it's been a good, um, few weeks to just kind of rehab, I guess. And, uh, nice. but I will definitely be drinking, Wednesday night when I get done with this hike, probably have a few beers this weekend, watch football and the Ryder Cup. Um, but yeah, it's been good. Excellent. Good job. Thank you. Uh, let's give a shout out to our sponsor, Sisters Meat and Smokehouse and Sisters Oregon on Spruce. If you're going out there uh, this time of year, I guess, you know, you can go out there, maybe just uh, hang out in Central Oregon. I don't know if they've got some big fall festival. Who knows? But swing on into Sisters Meat and Smokehouse, grab some lunch, grab some steaks, some beef jerky. Sisters Meat and Smokehouse, can't beat our meat. All right, dude. We got a few things to go over. First and foremost, Jordan Spieth had another baby. Oh, God. Yeah. Oh, God. His game's going to go in the toilet. (laughs) Well, I mean, uh, I don't know if he took, if he's going to take parental leave for the Ryder Cup and maybe Kegel will get in. I don't know, but Mm, I'm sure he's in Rome by now. Uh, I'm sure the family's with him. I'm just going to assume that. Um, So, congratulations to to that um, family. Was it a boy or a girl? I believe it was a girl. I can't remember her name. For some reason, I want to say Sophie. (laughs) But I don't know. Fact check us, people. Get back to us. Mm -hmm. Uh, First ever tie in the Solheim Cup. So the Euros uh, retained the cup. Did you watch any of this? I did. I I got up uh, Sunday morning over there at uh, Pullman, the Palouse, and watched the last four groups. And man, it... The Europeans got it done. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I saw a snippet that Mario Lemieux's son, Austin, advances to first stage of Q school. He got through pre-qualifying. So congratulations to him. You know, I bet he's got a hell of a slap shot. (laughs) I bet he does too. Right. He's got the, he's got the genes. Yes, he does. Uh, Jimmy Walker. What do you got on this guy? Oh my gosh. This guy's an (laughs) idiot. (laughs) God, he said that the new PGA Tour fall setup is total bullshit. I guess this that was, was kind. Of, that kind of came out of left field for me. I was like, oh, I guess, I guess some people have issue with it, but it didn't. Even, it well, wasn't even on my radar that it was crap. So September. This was article was September sixteenth, twenty twenty three. He's like finishes one twenty four, which last year 
got you f- exempt status, fucking good to go. Mm-hmm. He says all of a sudden it's 70 and it came out of nowhere. I was like, okay, was it really out of nowhere? When did they redo this new system? April. Okay. April, May, June, July, August. Six months later, he says it came out of nowhere. What the fuck, bro? Read a book. <laughs> maybe I, maybe it came out of nowhere for him when he realized he wasn't going to be qualified. <laughs> he said he busted his balls to make the top 125. Are you fucking kidding me? I like that it's better. 70. Yeah. Nobody wants to see a Jimmy Walker 124 <laughs> shooting 75, 70. Oh, God. So he, he said that he had to, he got in this year because of live golfers leaving and they got taken out. And oh, so okay. that moved him into the top 50 money earners of all time, gave him a one year exemption. Okay. So he kind of likes, you know, things that work out for him and some things that he doesn't. And he had this whole bullshit about, you know, he's given 20 years to the to the PGA. Oh, thank you, Jimmy. <laughs> thank you. So he's a dipshit. Um, I don't really care if he gets his card or doesn't get his card because I don't want to see him play shitty golf. Nobody does. <laughs> Um, that Lyme disease really made him an angry man. <laughs> yes, it did. So I was like, what is the new tour schedule that he didn't know? So do you know it? No, I, I do I not. Is they calling it the four, the fall, you know, it's the fall reset. And basically there's seven tournaments which are going to finalize the top one in 25. So Jimmy ain't out of it. Right. Jimmy's got seven tournaments to figure out whether he's worth watching play golf or if he should go find a job at Vernonia Golf Club. Because I think Frank said they got a new nine-hole ownership. So <laughs> so this was – you and I were talking a little bit about, about this at the beginning. I was thinking it was Q School that was messed up. Now, Q School, I think, is a little bit different too. But this is probably where Corn Ferry Tour finals – the final three terms because then there's corn Ferry tour championship and the PJ tour kind of merge, maybe not merge, but those guys that were top 125 go back to maybe corn Ferry tour finals. Correct. And try to requalify for the PJ tour. Absolutely. Yeah. So if you win one of these seven events, you get a two year exemption and guess what? You're not playing against the top 50 FedEx cup guys. No, because the, the, the tour is not resetting it. That was part of the problem last year was, like, if you took the fall off, you're suddenly down a bunch of points, and that made you nervous. Well, now the points are reset after this thing. So right now, when you're not the top 50, you get a chance to go play and make yourself on the tour. And if you're not playing, you're having a nice vacation, hanging out with the fam, doing your thing. So um, what else do they say here? Um, there's, if you do well, you get into those uh, tournament of champions and a couple of other big tournaments. Uh, let's see. You also, so the way to get in top 10 finishers, not otherwise exempt in the DP world uh, tour. Boom. You're on the tour. Mm. The top 30 players on the final corn Ferry tour points list. Boom. You're in. 
top five finishers and ties from the final stage of the 2023 PGA Tour Q School, which is returns for the first time since 2012. So anyways, that's, this is a new deal that Jimmy Walker is not happy with. and Because uh, he might have to go have, back to Q School. Yep. <laughs> or just, you got seven tournaments to, you know, get a couple of top 20s. Yeah. Which, you know, he doesn't like. And frankly, I don't care. <laughs> uh, uh, let's, let's talk about other people we don't like. What about Sergio? Okay, Sergio. <laughs> He's going to do the, the Europeans a solid and say, hey, listen, if you let me play in the Ryder Cup, I'll pay my fines. <laughs> oh, thanks, Sergio. We've been waiting for you to do this for us. Well, why don't you pay your fines and then we can talk about it? But no, the the double penetration said uh, you resigned your membership and you have to be a member of Good. the double penetration to play in it. So. Good for them. Good for them. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. And then uh, Brycey, Brycey thought that he should get a phone call. Yep. Um, Bryson said that he, you know, thought he deserved a little more respect and should have gotten a phone call from Zach Johnson. Like, Hey bud, we're not going to pick you this year or whatever. Uh, so I was like, wow. Well, guess what? Zach Johnson had a response to that. What Zach Johnson say? Zach Johnson said, listen, because somebody asked him, Hey, why didn't you call <clears throat> Brycey? He's like, well, we have this thing called a points list. And if you were in the top 30, you had some consideration. You know, I, yeah. you might get a phone call. And then I narrowed it down to 25. So if you weren't in that, you didn't get a phone call. So people that are on the live had four chances to make some points. U.S. Open, PGA, the Open Championship, and... Um, the Masters. The Masters. Brooksy played in all four, and he did well and really well in one of them because he won it and yep. got second in the other. That got him enough points to be like sixth or seventh on the list. He got a phone call. Bryce, he did not do well. He got like a T20 or something else. He was 40th. Mm -hmm. You don't get a phone call. So no, that's how the game is played. And uh, you didn't get a phone call. <laughs> He's such a weirdo. He's just, I mean, it's just the dense, how dense he is. Yeah. How fucking stupid. Like, I should get a phone call because I've won a couple of majors. Has he won a couple? Uh, he won the U.S. Maybe Open, right? Won the U.S. Open, right, at Wingfoot. Yeah. And I think that's it. Otherwise, you know. Yeah. <sighs> he might have won the PGA Championship, but I don't think he did. Yeah, we yeah. don't. It's hard to keep up with those guys. Don't bother fact-checking fact us because we don't care about Brycey. Yeah. What about... Um, Mohammed bin Solomon. Uh, oh, he's a good guy. Yeah. So he's he's Saudi Arabia's dictator, fascist. Anyway, somebody asked him about, hey, do you what do you think about everybody saying you're sports washing? He doesn't care. <laughs> <laughs> of course he doesn't care. He doesn't care about the accusations. He's just trying to make a bunch of jack. <laughs> He likes. He says he wants to increase his GDP by one percent. What's GDP? <laughs> Gross domestic product. Oh, there you and go. And I don't. I don't have a degree of anything, so I can't tell you how you figure out the gross domestic product. So if you want to, you could 
go, I don't know, Google figure it. that out. <laughs> Google it, figure it out. But they don't care. I mean, the fact that they're throwing bil- a billion dollars at one player to play a sport. Um, yeah, they're, they're definitely, and I guess that's how you increase that GDP. I guess so. Yeah. What about, um, you had Je- uh, Tiger Woods and Justin Timberlake are opening up a bar. It looks oh, pretty yeah. sweet. Yes. In New York it City? We? See? We? Yes. <laughs> that frame. It's called, it's called T squared. Yeah. Tiger and Timberlake. And Timberlake. Squared. Yeah. It, it's got four <laughs> full swing golf simulators. Just four? four? Just four. Four bowling lanes, 35 televisions. <clears throat> and I saw the bowling lanes. They look mini, like mini bowling lanes, not like full bowling lanes. Like the ball is has like that big. The, yeah, so you can't yeah. hurt yourself. It's right. a bunch of people with bad backs. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. So they're like. Yeah, older gentlemen. <laughs> it, it features the largest indoor TV screen in the city at 200 inches. Wow. That's pretty impressive. To That was probably their goal. Like, hey, let's just build a bar that we're going to have the largest TV screen in New York City. <laughs> yeah. Who pitched what? Do you think it was Tiger pitching to Tim- Timberlake? Hey, you want to go in, in on this with me? Or did Timberlake go to Jess or uh, Tiger? That's a great question. I don't know. I feel like maybe those two guys just got drunk at a party one night and were like, dude, mm-hmm. wouldn't that be sweet if we had a bar? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, Timberlake's a, a pretty good golfer. Yep. I mean, he's he, had, he was yeah. doing the Shriners forever. Yeah. I mean, he's definitely a good golfer. I'm sure those guys have been probably somewhat, you know, friends, um, maybe, or acquaintances for sure. I mean, probably friends since they're deciding to open up a bar together. Yeah. But, you know, a lot of that kind of stuff, I wonder if it's just other investors kind of going to those guys and those guys saying, yeah, sure. Yeah, why not? I don't know. It seems like I might be able to make a bunch of money. More money. Yeah, Tiger doesn't seem like the type of guy that he's just going to be going out there trying to figure out how to open up bars, though. <laughs> it's not a strip club. <laughs> no. It should be. And I think the last time he got involved with a restaurant or a bar, he ended up hooking up with the manager, and now she's suing him. Yeah. And, yeah. Yeah, and let's, let's face it. I mean, when he won the Masters in 2019, he was spotted at an Applebee's later. <laughs> <laughs> right <laughs> so oh man all right dude let's uh give a shout out to our other sponsor valley carpet cleaning carpet and upholstery in the tri-county portland metro a- area occasionally washington salem you reach them at 503-277-9169 you can also check them out at www.valleycarpetcleaningllc.com all right dude the last few weeks we uh haven't missed a ton of golf it seems like um last time we podcasted was during the tour championship and i can't remember if we saw the end or not but victor hovland won uh the tour championship and then sahith Tagala wins for the is it for the first time on the pj tour we yeah yes. <laughs> he wins for the first time on the pj tour the fortnet so with justin he, thomas he did, did have a decent showing yes uh Thigala played great yeah he Acted like he was the best golfer out there. Walked it, talked it, hit golf shots. They were showing some pictures of him when he was a kid, like kind of side by side. Um, and he had the mono brow back then. 
Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. Nice. I'm like, yeah, that's definitely him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Even before puberty, he had a monobrow. That's pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, some of the DP World Tour um, probably had some pretty decent events. I bet you some of those uh, live guys probably got in on that, huh? I don't know. I, I don't know either, man. I tell you, I couldn't watch the golf at all, and it made me so mad. Yeah. Uh, I did make some picks uh, on DraftKings. I did bet on the Fortnet. Uh, Max Homo was probably my number one pick on that. Had some, try to get some value bets to make some money, uh, but did not cash on any of them. I don't even think any of them really came uh, close. Probably can't make any bets in France, can you? Yeah, you know what? I think I could have, but I the fact that I couldn't watch it, just making a bet to make a bet, right? Felt felt a little gross. <laughs> felt like Filbert nuts, you know. <laughs> Which he says he's not gambling on football this year. Oh, was that? Because he's a sicko and he's got a problem. <laughs> um, yeah, I've been reading the Billy Walters book. Oh, you have. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, so I'm halfway through it, and I haven't gotten to chapter 20 where he talks about Phil. Mm. He's no, uh, Billy's no saint. But okay. it's, it's, it's an educational read. Yeah. I mean, he's done jail time, right? Yes, he has. Yeah, we've talked about him before. Um, well, let's get into some of the Ryder Cup. Uh, Marco Simone, Sim, Simone. How do I pronounce this? You've been, I, I think you've been to Europe. I've, I've, I would have said Marco Simone. Marco Simone Golf and Country Club <laughs> in Rome, Italy, built in 1989 uh, by Jim Fazio. Uh, par 71 yards, 7,181 yards. Um, stack teams. I do, I do enjoy, uh, I, I will enjoy these teams. I think they're going to be great. Uh, if you want to try to figure out how to watch golf today, tomorrow, uh, you can go online and check, uh, check out when to watch. But I know it's Friday, uh, it's listed for Eastern time, one thirty AM to noon on the USA network. So we'll be able to start watching golf at 10, 1030 at night on Thursday. Amazing. So, so you could you could watch them tee off and start at yep. ten thirty, go to bed and wake up and you could probably see them starting their sec because they play thirty six, I'm assuming. Yeah, they there's usually two sets of matches Friday, Saturday, and then singles on Sunday. So then on Saturday, same thing, one thirty AM Eastern to three AM Eastern on USA and then three AM to noon on NBC. And then on Sunday, they have a later start because it's just the singles matches. They start at 5.30 a.m. And then they go till 1 p.m. on NBC. So they're going to be wrapping up the Ryder Cup West Coast time um, at about 10 o'clock in the morning. So if you're going to be wanting to watch some of this, you're going to have to put in some long midnight hours. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, yeah, I don't know how that's going to work out. I mean, I'm going to try. If I'm awake, I'm going to definitely try. Uh, let's talk about these teams, dude. Um, we got um, the automatic picks, right? We got Scheffler, mm-hmm. Gwendam Clark, Brian Harmon, Patrick Kemp Putley, Max Homa, and Xander Shoffley. And then there's been a little bit of criticism for some of the captain's picks. So Zach Johnson, his captain's picks, Brooks Kepka, Jordan Spieth, uh, Colin Morikawa, uh, Sam Burns, 
and Ricky Fowler and Justin Thomas. So really based on the rankings, the people that got the snub were Keegan Bradley, who was ranked 11th, Cam Young, who was ranked 9th, and Denny McCarthy uh, was ranked 14th. Um, and I say that he was snubbed. I mean, you can argue that, but um, JT was ranked 15th. So they there went all the way down to get um, uh, to get JT. So, you know, you can make an argument for anybody in the top probably 20 uh, on that list. But uh, um, I, th- I feel pretty good about this team. You got, I mean, Ricky Fowler's playing well. Uh, you got to take him as far as I'm concerned. I mean, especially since he's trending even better. So, mm-hmm. I mean, and then there was the rumor about Cam Young maybe going to live. Yeah. So, I mean, there is that, that I'm sure people probably hear about that kind of stuff. So, <clears throat> um, what are your thoughts on these, on these teams or at least on the USA? The, yeah, there, there was the controversial pick and being Justin, the one who, you know, shoots eighties and was missing cuts but then I saw his first tournament since the pick. He was tied for the lead or one shot out after Saturday with a round to go. I think he ended up shooting 72 that, that last day. So I like it, and I can get it. Like, if you're going to pick your picks and you got to choose between Keegan, Cam Young, Denny McCarthy, or Justin. Right. But you might go to all those other guys that have made it. Like, do you have any preference who, who who might be your partner? And probably all of them to a person said Justin. Yeah. The guy's a, you know, and he's got Bones, who's a great, you know, caddy also. So there you have it. I like it. Yeah, I like it too. I think they're, I think it's great picks. I think it's a great team. Um, you know, who from Liv that you would expect to complain? You know, you got... Brycey is going to complain. Dustin Johnson's kind of chimed in a little bit. Um, I'm sure Patrick Reed, he seems kind of be radio silence, or at least I don't really have, have heard much about what he's said or done, but, um, yeah, I haven't, yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. Patty Reed. Haven't heard from him. Yeah. Uh, what about Euro Europe's team? So we got Ludwig, Ludwig, a bear. Yeah. Uh, Matt Fitzpatrick, Tommy Fleetwood, Tyrell Hatton, uh, Nikolai Hojigard, uh, Victor Hovland, Shane Lowry, Robert McIntyre, Rory, John Rahm, Justin Rose, and Sepp Straka. I don't even know who the captain's picks were there. I know that Justin Rose and Sepp Straka probably were, but. Um, the, I know that Aberg was a captain's pick. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, right, right. Yep. The the maybe some surprising uh, players not picked for the Ryder Cup team, and I'm just going off of this. Shane Lowry I'm was looking at captain's pick as well. Yes, absolutely. But Sergio, Ian, Paul Casey, and Lee Westwood—they all fucking resigned their their double penetration uh, membership. So th- that's not a snub, right? <laughs> okay. It's not a snub. So Adrian Marunk or Rasmus Hudgigard. Hudgigard. Yeah. And it looks like Adrian Marunk was the biggest snub. And I guess, you know, I don't know. I don't, I don't it's hard to watch a lot of double penetration because it ends at 10 in the morning. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. But I I did see that Aberg, you know, f- did very well in his first tournament. So, and he seems like, you know, young guy, let's get him going. Yeah. How did uh, Keegan Bradley uh, find out? Oh, gosh. This is awful. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> he... <laughs> I mean, he's in he's in the running for uh, trunk slammer yeah. this week. Yeah, he he's been you know there's been talk. He got fitted for uniforms, and as did a lot of people. Yeah, if you were like in the top twenty, you had to go down and try on pants and shirts and stuff. Anyways, apparently, <laughs> God. Netflix said, "Hey, we hear you're getting a phone call. We're five minutes out. We're gonna be over, okay?" He's like, "Oh shit." <laughs> I'm getting picked, honey. <laughs> they show up. Phone rings. Zach says, you're out. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, let's get this on video. <laughs> I Yeah, I'll be interesting to see his uh, response and reaction because they're going to be looking right into his face. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think it's mean. Is it mean? To to get that on video as part of a documentary? Yeah. I, I don't... I, I, my guess is they didn't know whether he was going to be picked or not. Does is there any chance that Zach or the the Netflix crew said, "Listen, the producers, Zach, when you're going to call some of the golfers that didn't make it, will you let us know Excuse so that, that we can get yeah. our or get our ass over there?" My guess is he's not the only one that had a camera in his face when he got that phone call. Yeah, I'd be curious to find out if he's the only one that actually was told no with the cameras in his face. But I know, I mean, you know, they they had to have had a camera there for Ricky or JT. So the players said they do not want the Netflix crews in anywhere near the Ryder Cup this week. Oh, it's sacred players' room. They always yeah, hit the they, players' room, right? Yeah, we always need we, we need JT in that room. What's the if room? Is it like a conference room? Like you know, you go to like some conference, some big hotels. They said it's the community room. <laughs> yeah, got got ping pong, darts, maybe right. some cornhole, some beers on if, ice at all time. If you're gonna let people know, or you're gonna let the producers know, I'm getting ready to call somebody that's not gonna make the team, then then I feel like we should be in there. Yeah. I mean, this isn't, it's not like it's the champions dinner at the masters. I mean, let us in. Yeah. Let's see what it's like. I mean, that's what we all kind of want. You don't need to film. And they don't have to be 24 seven does not have to be 24 seven, but you know, give us some of the shit that they're doing in the room, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, exciting. I'm going to, I'm going to, probably try to watch some of it. I don't know Absolutely. if I'm going to be able to watch all of it because I do have to try to get some sleep, but it's going to be yep. on the entire time that we would should be in bed. So, What days are you working? Uh, well, I have Wednesday off because I'm hiking. Uh, I'm going to be working Saturday. Okay, so Saturday, maybe you could hope to get a bunch of calls in the middle of the night. <laughs> just watch it. Just keep just watching. So you can stay watch up. it, yeah. right? Yeah, maybe, yeah. Come although Saturday, Sunday, and then sleeps. Although I guess it starts at five a.m. So yeah, it start about two thirty a.m. Yeah. So. Uh, yeah. As far as DraftKings picks, I mean, I'll just have to wait to see what the 
pairings are. I mean, I guess we'll be able to bet maybe that night before. The problem is, it's there's going to be zero value bets. Right. You're going to be plus right. 110, minus 110. Okay, do you put $20 to win 2150 or 1850? That's true. That, that, and that's not that fun. That's true. Yeah. Unless it's a lead pipe cinch lock that feels like, oh, yeah, this person's going to, you know, trounce him. I don't know. I don't know either. We'll have to wait and see see what kind yep. of betting there is for the Ryder Cup. Um, Absolutely. Well, let's talk dings on, ding-dongs and trunk slammers, dude. Um, yeah. We've had some time. Uh, I have Sergio down for the ding-dong of the, of the week. Just yeah, for his... It's- trying to buy his way back onto the Ryder Cup team. It, it, it's borderline a no-brainer almost, although I saw on social media some insane dude on a golf course after a foursome, two guys and two gals hit their ball towards him, and they went over there to get it, and he grabbed it and said, this ain't your ball, bitch. <laughs> and they're like, no, but that's my ball. I want my ball. And he's like, no, I'm... I've been to heaven, and if you want to see God or something, he pulled his shirt off. John Bream. Wow. From Ohio. <laughs> Apparently, he's been arrested a number of times in the last couple of years. Got outlawed from two golf courses around there. He's kind of a ding-dong also. You don't pull off your shirt. No. <laughs> and try and fight a foursome. Of two men and two women. I would agree. That would should probably be the ding-dong. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Uh, what about Trunk Slammers? I got Scotty Shuffler just because he went in with the lead going into the Tour Championship and didn't win. Um, mm-hmm. But I've got a couple of options. Jimmy Walker. Oh, yeah. Because 124 didn't do it. <clears throat> and then also um, Keegan Bradley. Oh, just he... After that phone call, he just went out and just slammed his trunk just to get the anger out. Just uh, yeah, uh, got, got his golf clubs out of him <laughs> and then slammed it. <laughs> so there's there's a couple of three good options. Yeah, that's great. That's great. Oh man, it's been good to get back on this, dude. You got anything? Yeah, I agree. You got anything else? I do not. I. uh we we haven't really talked about this, but I did get in touch with Austin Kaiser, uh, Xander Shoffley's caddy, to see if he wanted to come back on the show. He was all about it. Um, Sweet. Tried to get him on maybe before the Ryder Cup, because but then I was like, uh, timeline's not going to work out because when you were getting back, um, but um, going back and forth. So he's coming back from the Ryder Cup, and then... It, there was like one day and I think I was working, but then they're going right over to Japan for Zozo. So, yeah. and then probably, probably a few weeks off after that. So we're going to try to touch base with Austin Kaiser, uh, at the end of October. So hopefully we'll have some good, um, Ryder cup stories, um, coming out of that interview. So look forward to that. So, Oh, bless you. Oh, Oh gosh. Yeah. Just, just a little bit of RSV or, <laughs> Pneumonia, just the, res- the residual COVID from the airplane. Jeez, what? Where were you guys' seats on the plane? Were they like in the middle, like on an aisle? Yes. Uh. So WestJet, they are fucked. <laughs> Holy cow! 
We we I got to the airport the day we left and they didn't have seats for us. They had us in sitting by ourselves. What? Both of them in the middle. I was like, oh no, 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 no. They didn't care. I got to Calgary and got online with Wi-Fi and found two seats together, but it was not ideal because uh, I had paid extra for the exit row. And you didn't get it. Didn't get it, which had worked out on the way home. Okay. Oh, what a dream. Man, I'm I'm a big guy, so the leg room, yeah. just having nothing in front of me was a, a game changer because I feel like I get restless leg syndrome. Yeah, the longest flight I've ever been on was Los Angeles to Sydney, Australia, and we oh. had exit rows to and from, and it was a game changer. How many hours is that? I'm going to get this wrong, but I want to say 13. Oh, Jesus. I, I you know... I told Kathy Joy, like, before this trip, man, I wouldn't mind going to New Zealand or Australia. Yeah. Man, I'm out. Yeah. I, 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 I Don't quote me on the 13, because we flew from St. Louis to Los Angeles, Los Angeles to Sydney. Um, I, I feel like that flight from Los Angeles to Sydney was 13 hours. but it, I think it's it longer could, than that, dude, because to from Paris to Calgary is eight and a half. Okay. Let's see here. So... LAX to Sydney flight time. Oh, fuck. 15 hours, 10 minutes. <laughs> Never mind. I mean, it was a lot longer you, than I expected. <laughs> you do eight hours. You've done a full day at work. Yeah. And the weird and thing you, is, when you come home from Australia, you cross the international dateline. So we actually got into Los Angeles like an hour or two before we actually left Sydney. That's crazy. Yeah. The, but you get we, you waste like a full day and a half going there, so you you, you almost missed an entire day because we left France at two forty five p.m. We landed in Calgary at three forty five p.m., which oh. I think was kind of nice because when we went the other way, it was dark and blah blah blah. Yep. But you're up for twenty four hours. I can't sleep on a plane. Babykins, she sits down and. <laughs> <laughs> so makes me so mad <laughs> all right dude well it's been right. good uh yeah. looking forward to trying to get uh some some time on the books for next week to try to do another recording so we will for sure all right buddy we'll talk to you right. soon sounds good everyone be good humans everyone have a great week except for patrick creed <laughs>